there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. Yeah, it is Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Very busy show lined up for you today. Among our guests, Nigel Seeley uh, at the French Open, Aaron Renning, professional sports better, very good on the NBA, Anthony Curtis on uh, cheating at casinos, and Eddie Olchick is calling the Golden Knights and Panthers series on TNT. He is kind enough to join us in studio a little bit later on during this program. Game one, Paulie, last night in the books. Denver took care of business. Really no problems there, and if you bet the nine, it did get a little squeaky bum time uh, in the end of the fourth quarter, the only quarter in which they did not win last night because they were up so much. They covered the first quarter. They covered the second quarter, halftime, and the full game, and uh, many angles here, right? It Was it going to be rest? Was it going to be rust? They looked fantastic for three quarters, and that was without the former two-time MVP doing anything in terms of scoring until that final quarter because he only had five shots through three quarters, and the guy can just dominate games in mm-hmm. so many ways and so many fashions that he made it look so easy. And at the end of the game, I'm going to the box score, and I'm like, wait, he just finished with 27, 10, and 14? What? What? Where'd that come from? How? It was so easy for him. Yeah, yeah. And you were thinking 20 assists was in play, too, with what he did in the first half. Oh, certainly. You're bad. I'd only have 15 in any game. God, not for nothing. Bam had 13 rebounds, too. Uh, So he's had a triple-double in six of the last seven, and that's now nine overall. And Van Gundy's right how he controlled the game, and he was, at the time, only had five shots. Uh, 131 points per 100 possessions was their efficiency at halftime which is cause for concern if you're Miami. I know Denver messed around in the fourth quarter. You had the 24-point lead, and then it's down to nine. Uh, they have to do a better job there, but they, they fell asleep. But I, I love early on that Gordon Gordon playing bully ball. And we talked about the size disparity and that that's going to give them problems, that Porter's 6'10". What's Martin going to do offensively? But certainly noticing and finding the mismatch right away and how it was easy for Gordon to get off early as well. And, then, and Murray was typical Murray, too. Murray was awesome. Yes, he was. And your 14-1 to bet on him to win the finals MVP was looking good right away. But, I mean, just what what Joker can do. I mean, by the time the game is over with, here's what I thought of last night. To try to explain Nikola Jokic and have a conversation with him about him, it's it's either going to be, it's one way or the other. It sounds like it's going to be boring or it's going to be 
hyperbolic because what, what, what can you possibly say about the guy that either hasn't already been said, or you don't, you know, you don't want to feel like you're going off the rails here because he's in that conversation now with like the best big guys we've ever seen. I, I, you can't, you can't deny that. You can't ignore that anymore. Just like his vision for be for the ability to to handle the basketball and to find the open guys like that. They had yep. a slow motion replay of one of his assists last night where he's just like kind of looking around, swiveling his head, and he notices a, a player cutting towards the basket. And it was a beautiful like bounce pass in the lane. Nobody could have uh, stolen the ball or deflected it for an easy basket. It just I, I I don't know how many big guys in the history of the league actually sees that open teammate and then makes the play right on the money like that. Yep, and loves to get the other guys involved. Doesn't care about himself or the scoring. Uh, and I know, who do you compare him to when Chris Andrews said it was like, reminded him of the big O? I mean, you said, you look up, it's like, my God, he has he has 8, 15, and 10 uh, already, and we're not even, right? Because he just effortlessly puts up these numbers and uh, and is a stat stuffer. So it, a lot of people tweeted this, Denver's 9 now Sunday in Game 2. If you don't think Miami can win a game seven on the road, and why would you? Denver hasn't lost a home playoff game yet. They would have to win four of the next five. And now you see the series prices is adjusted series prices one to ten. What do you think? Because Miami couldn't make a damn thing last night, but still it's a nine point game. Okay. You so, didn't get much out of Butler. There is no way Martin and Struess are gonna shoot like that again. You could get Hero back Sunday. Martin and Struess were one of seventeen. Robinson was one of six. How about Robinson wide open hits the side of the backboard? Not even close. I mean, this was, they couldn't, that was the regular season Miami Heat. Bingo, What Paul. we saw. I mean, that was incredible how bad they were. Yet still, it's a nine-point game in the fourth quarter, so I don't know. I thought Robinson's brick kind of summed up their night. So keep this in mind, too. Teams that were involved in a seven-game series, right, coming off of a seven-game series, are now 33-54 yep. and 54 in game one of the following series. Since 1988, it, it generally doesn't go well in a spot like this. So the rust factor for the Nuggets, it was never a thing last night. I'm with you. I mean, I'm looking at the overall. Butler didn't play well. He he wasn't even trying to take over the game at any uh-huh. point. I was surprised by that. You mentioned Struess, Martin, and Robinson. The team, But, Paul, this is what happens. 13 of 39 from downtown. This is what the Heat look like when shots are not going in like they were against the Bucks. Or the Celtics, and it goes back to the regular season version of this team, um, and also like the whole idea. And, and former players have talked about this quite a bit. Like the altitude thing absolutely factors in. It was game one. They just finished the series mm-hmm. with the Celtics. They didn't have a lot of time to acclimate themselves in the city of Denver or in that altitude. Here's Charles Barkley last night pregame show uh, talking about what the altitude does. Well, first of all, I, I, every time they miss, I think it's the stupidest thing ever. No, it's true. <laughs> it ain't true. I'll do the it's truth. True. It, it, it's what? It's true. I don't believe it's true. So, so what? You, it's still you true. weren't playing hard enough, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the reason I don't think it's true, I just don't remember all those Denver Nugget championships. This first time they ever been to the finals. So to act like this, con- they got a good damn team. Listen, these guys are the best athletes in the world. The notion that breathing going to dictate who wins. Like I say, if that was the case, the Nuggets would have been, that's the first time they've ever been to the finals. <laughs> and all of a sudden now, altitude matters. Give me a damn break. All right, so he poo-pooed it on NBA TV. Other NBA, former NBA players have, have said, come on, knock it off. It absolutely, I'm sure. LeBron just said it, so it's real. Of course. Yeah. I, I'm sure Pat Riley, because he's a maniac in the best way possible, <laughs> I'm sure he's going to take over the team. He's going to get in a caravan with the players, put 50-pound vests on them and have them doing gassers up at Pikes Peak uh, probably today and, and until they're really, really used to playing at altitude and ready for game two. Also, Jimmy Butler after the game talked about how we were taking shots that appeared to be good shots at the time, but they were all from outside, and he pointed out that I did a bad job and we did a bad job of not attacking and getting to the rim more. I, I think that they're going to look at the film I think that they're going to be much more aggressive. Yep. Uh, they're not going to settle for as many three-point shots as they took. And now we've seen an adjustment in the market of five points on the total. I'm inclined today to probably bet over 214 based on his comments, making adjustments, trusting Spolstra, and uh, it'll be better for them offensively in that game. Well, it was historic. Two free throws. I mean, I thought that was impossible. Yeah. That that's. I don't think that'll ever happen again. How a team shoots two free throws for an entire game. 
uh, as they shot uh, 39 threes. Back to the Barkley point, I mean, how many times were they the one seed, though? I mean, home court would certainly help, though. I mean, you have to get the games at home, and you'd like to have four out of the possible seven uh, for home court to matter, and also the altitude well, to help and, out and, as well. I mean, and, also, going back the last couple of years, Murray was hurt, and, and, and Joker was playing with a, those JV guys. And let's be honest, when Denver doesn't have the highest power-rated team in the league, what's going to factor in more? An opponent that has better talent or the altitude? I mean, over time, better mm-hmm. talent is going to be a bigger factor, especially when you don't have home court in these in these seven-game series. Altitude might factor in when you're at home, but the, the other teams have been better over the years. So, I mean, that clearly would be a bigger deal, in my opinion, to that. But, um, no, I'm kind of with you. Like, I think you were hinting, right, towards the heat. You could expect them to maybe bounce back a little bit sure. in game two. Yeah, Spolster's unbelievable. He'll make adjustments, and you could get Hero back, and uh, nobody made a shot other than Bam, who was uh, fantastic. But, I mean, all these guys was... Mar- I mean, Celtic fans have got to be furious. It's like, now these guys miss, right? Well, so, same well, thing with the Bucs. That's, that's true. But Martin and Struess, one of 17. And then Robinson gives you nothing as well. Uh, on the flip side, uh, Porter couldn't make much. He was 2 of 11 from right. 3. So, you know, those mismatches aren't going to go away, though. With the opportunities Porter's going to have and, and and Gordon to play bully ball. And then you know Jordan, uh, uh, Joker and Murray are going to go off, too. But again, do you saw it against the Lakers, though. What do I get out of Pope and Brown? Brown played well, gave you a quick 10 points. Yep. If Brown's going to give you like 10, 12, 14, and Pope goes for 10, 12, 14, there's, just, there's nothing you can do. No, it's going to be ball game over with yeah. because, again, he didn't even it, – it, it came so effortlessly to the Joker last night to finish with that stat line. I'm looking at uh, different books before the game started. Here at Circa, they were offering on this prop most points scored. Aaron Gordon was 100-1. to 1. And I'm like, right away watching that game, uh, what is he, right. 8, 10, 12? Okay, there's another That's basket, right. 14. Good race. And then Joker actually finished it. I, I, t- I bet, I put some uh, a little bit of pizza money on two guys last night. Vincent at 100, and I put uh, Pope at 100. They didn't get there, but I think I'm going to do that at those long long odds every single time. If these games get out of control, right, it's going to be tough to overcome a Joker or a Murray but if these games are going to get out of control, and maybe they do, and when they because Denver is so good I mean, right now, the way that they're playing, um, maybe they run them out, and a guy like uh, a Vincent or a guy like a Pope or somebody else, a Struess or a Robinson, finishes the game with twenty-four points and they're, they're the leading scorer of the game. They got terrific looks. Oh, uh, they absolutely terrific did. looks. They're yep. going to go in. I mean, those were wide open shots that they were getting, which was surprising. I, I don't know how much you can criticize Denver for that, but but certainly Miami was getting getting fantastic scoring opportunities and wide-open looks. Yep. But it was Brick City. So then what happens in Game 2 if they're going to continue to get those looks? Do they go back to the team that they were for the entire regular season and last night? Or does it kind of reverse back to the team that we saw play against the Celtics in the Bucs in the playoffs? Well, they're going to go in. That was, yeah. If they shot like they're that... Gonna go, they're not going to own one of 17 with those two, two guys. Come uh, on. If the Miami Heat shot like they did last night against the Bucs, they would have been swept. Yeah. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a funny game. It really is. <laughs> How good these guys. And Martin couldn't miss for a seven-game series, and now he, he was awful yesterday. All right. All right. Let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the sports betting network. So Paulie will run down the betting action from that game and beyond from last night, including a ticket that cashed at 100-1. to 1, And maybe this is the best bet in all of sports at the moment. I'll tell you what that is coming up next here on VEASAN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paul Howard. We're live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Our buddy, uh, he's been coming on the show for a strong five years now, Nigel Seeley, usually to talk soccer. But he was going to the French Open this week. Thought it'd be a great idea to come on, give some tennis picks. He thrives on that sport as well. Uh, Rough day yesterday. Uh, Nigel, thanks for the time. We're connecting with you again here to begin um, this hour on Follow the Money. The upsets continue to be a major theme here with the French Open. Is there any rhyme or reason for this? It appears to be wide open. Do you think this is going to continue? Hello guys, uh, yeah, how are you doing? Now, hopefully you, you can hear me okay. I'm in a bit of a bad reception area at the train station heading to get the Eurostar back to London. But uh, if you have any problems, let me know. Um, yeah, it was a rough day yesterday. You have to take rough days with the good days. Um, we had a great first day, bad second day and a bad third day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not great. But I think if you, if you all the picks that we've done so far, you're slightly in front because the winners have been sort of nice price, fast money prices. So the level stakes will be in front. I think this French Open's a little bit different. If you've looked at the press releases and you look at the comments from the players, they've been complaining about the balls. The Wilson balls are, they say they're fluffy and they say they're very slow. They usually play much quicker, faster balls. I mentioned it yesterday. So you'll get in the more traditionalists who are clay quarters having their days. Now, clay courts are obviously a lot, lot slower than hard courts, a lot, lot slower than, than grass courts. But this is particularly a very, very slow, traditionally court, and it's even slower because of the balls. The balls aren't happening. So that will suit uh, the more guys, South Americans, the more guys who, who come through the circuit who play regularly on the slow clay courts. It doesn't suit the American players. doesn't suit a lot of the players in the seeds. And we saw yesterday with my pick, Yannick Sinner. Now, I'm not saying that Yannick Sinner lost because of the condition. Yannick Sinner, nine times out of ten, would have won that match yesterday against Altmaier. But Yannick Sinner, on the statistics, is the second best player in the world this season. There's no question about him. But the only problem with Yannick Sinner is he's, he's a young lad who hasn't grown physically compared to other tennis players. If you look at Alcaraz, the number one seed, he's, he's a beast. He's a big, big lad. And he's, he's grown physically at a young age. Djokovic, going into five sets, you've got, to, you've got to do something. You've seen the Dow over the years, how strong he is. Yannick Sinner has all the talent, but when he goes deep into a match, his physicality lets him down. And that's what happened yesterday. Uh, he had the opportunity, won the third set, 6-1. He had the opportunity to go on and win the game, but he went into a fifth set over five and a half hours of tennis, and he was, he was gone uh, physically. And even if he had come through that match, he would have been a massive fade in the next round because I 
don't think he would have been able to recover in 24 hours to play again. So that's the difference with the tournament here. So you're seeing a very, very slow tournament. You're seeing people who are much, much more used to conditions coming through. And it's making the form book go a little bit on its head at the moment. So, um, But the top half of the draw still sees Novak Djokovic and Carlos Alcaraz. Uh, we've seen the bottom half open up anybody's capable of getting through to the final and the bottom half. You could make a case for many players. But in the men's, men's draw, the two tournament favourites are still there. And on the women's draw, the minus money favourite, Igor Svantec, is still there as well. So you've got to get them beat to get a shot. Okay, let's talk about the upcoming match with the Joker. Uh, what do you want to do with, uh, with the games here? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a really, really tough card today. And I'm not just saying that sometimes people say, oh, you're not having a bet because you had a bad day yesterday. That's not. That's never the, the, uh-huh. the occasion. You know, I, I, it doesn't matter. If there's value, there's value. I think it's very, very hard today. I think there's a really, really difficult card on the women's side and on the men's side. The big game on the women's side today is later on the American Corey Goff up against that 16-year-old Russian girl, Andrea. That is going to be an absolute belter of a game. Uh, I wouldn't like to say which way that's going to go because I was so impressed with Andrea, uh, the 16-year-old. But on the men's draw, Novak Djokovic is up against a guy called Alessandro Davidovich Fikina, uh, a Spaniard, uh, who is really, really comfortable in these low conditions. And Novak Djokovic has had a ter- terrible, terrible year on the clay court swing. He hasn't played at all well. He's got beat by Mossetti at Monte Carlo. He hasn't had a good year. But the books and the odds compilers and the, and the sports books have seen that to have forgotten about his form coming into this tournament and only looked at these two matches at Roland Garros where he has won pretty convincingly. He does peak at the right time. He does peak at the right time. But he's playing an opponent here who beat him last time they played on Monte Carlo. And the Monte Carlo clay court is a similar kind of speed to what we're going to see here at Roland Garros. So I think this is a tough match for uh, Djokovic. I think Djokovic will have enough to come through because Davidovich Fikina has a temperament issue. Sometimes he can be brilliant then he can flare up and he could lose matches, uh, games very quickly with his temperament rather than his tennis. So I think the play here is over 32 and a half games. I think this will be long. I think this will be a long, long game. I think Djokovic will have the stamina to get through and the know-how to get through. But I think Davidovich Fikina causes him problems. And at a very low line, 32 and a half, you can still cash if Djokovic wins three sets to love. So 32 and a half games in that one. That's this afternoon. Uh, early hours in the morning uh, Eastern time for the Americans, so make sure you get that bet on early. And um, in the other match, uh, the world number one tournament favourite, Carlos Alcaraz, he's on the evening match here in Paris, which is around about 2.30 Eastern time start. He's up against uh, Denis Shapovalov, uh, a Canadian player. He's a very talented player as well. Clay is not his surface. He's much more suited to hard courts or the, a fast uh, sort court here. But Alcaraz, like Djokovic, didn't play very well. I watched that game live. In the second set, he lost the second set in his last round against Tara Daniel. And he, he showed chinks in his armour. He came back and won brilliantly. But he, he hasn't hit top form yet. And Denis Shapovalov is a proper player. I mean, he's a, he's a top 20. I don't think he's in the top 20 now, but he's been in the top 20 for many, many years. Uh, he's a good, good player. And he starts matches fast. And I think Carlos Akos uh, may take a little bit of time to get going. And I think that, again, the, the total games line here at 28 and a half has been very dis- disrespectful to Shapovalov. Um, and I think he, we tested and I think the, the big players want to have a little bit, bit of a test. They don't want to win 6-love, six 6-1, six 6-love. Six they want to go 6-4. And again, you could you could cash that ticket very easily if Al- Alcaraz wins 6-3, 6-4, 6-4, which is quite feasible in straight sets. And you can cash to 28 and a half. So... I'm going to play two very small leans over the total games in the Alcaraz match at 28.5, which is around about minus 120. And I'm going to go for over 32.5 games in the Djokovic-Davidovic-Vikina match at a similar price, around about minus 120. All right, beautiful. Uh, it's follow the money, Paulie and Mitch, Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Nigel Seeley, our guest. Tomorrow, FA Cup, Man City going for the treble. You have the Champions League final the following Saturday against Inter Milan. Totals three. What do you think? Man City, Man U tomorrow, 7 a.m. Pacific. Well, I'm, on, I'm coming off the train from Paris and then getting... Uh, there's a train strike in London. So there's a train strike in London today and tomorrow. So I've been making my way across London somehow to get to Wembley for the cup final tomorrow. So you can follow my adventures on my Twitter page. I'll be at Wembley tomorrow <laughs> for the cup final. And I, and, I, and I think I'll be there watching uh, Manchester City win the double and go one step closer to winning the uh, the treble. Um 
amazingly, this is a Manchester derby, two clubs obviously from the same city, two of the biggest clubs in Europe and also obviously the biggest clubs in the Premier League. But amazingly, in the FA Cup's over 120-year history, these two sides have never met in a FA Cup final, which is quite incredible when you think about how how big they've become over the years. It's going to be a huge occasion because it's 100 years of uh, Wembley. It's their centenary year, so the stadium is going to put on a big show. It'll be a great show if anyone's watching it. But on the football pitch, you, you're going to take some stop in the stop Manchester City. I'm sorry, I'm not going to sound original here. I think I told you along how much I rate this side. I think they've got the best player in the Premier League in Haaland. They've got the, the best manager. They've got the best squad. Mm-hmm. And they're used to coming to Wembley and winning these big games now. They've got experience. I really think they're going to win and I think they're going to win quite comfortably. If you look at the two matches this season that Manchester City have played Manchester United, Manchester City have won relatively easy. I think one of them was 2-1. But at home at the Etihad, they put six past Manchester United, one 6-3. They've had a week off to rest. They've got the, the European Cup final. And people will say that they, they can rest players and you don't know what team they're going to play. But the players coming in are just world-class and quality and Manchester United don't really offer a goal threat. They, they rely so heavily on Marcus Rashford, who should play, but he has had some injury concerns. Uh, City will, I think City will win. I think they'll win quite comfortably. Uh, uh, instead of betting on the money line or, or to lift the trophy, because obviously if you bet the money line, it's a draw, it's a loser. It's going to be 90 minutes. You have to look mm-hmm. at that. If it goes to extra time, penalties are very important. But we've seen so many penalties in recent weeks in these big competitions at Wembley and the, the playoffs that we saw in the Europa League final. But I don't think this one's going to go to penalties. I think that uh, Manchester City will win easy. I, I like Man City minus one goal. They've won the last four against Manchester United. You wouldn't have lost on that. I think you would have cashed on two. And the other one would have been a push. Man City win by one goal. It's a push. I think Manchester United have had an amazing season to get to the Champions League mm-hmm. for next year. But running into this scene, they're the, they're the best I've seen. They're, they're on fire. There's no stopping them. Traditionally, the FA Cup usually is a, a low-scoring game. It doesn't right. usually live up to the hype. Uh, so I, I wouldn't be rushing to bet the three and a half. But the weather forecast looks nice in London tomorrow. It'll be a traditional end of the season game. But I think Man City will be too strong. And, you know, to cap an unbelievable season, I think Haaland to score the first goal. Again, not original. Don't bet him to score any time because he minds money. Bet him to score the first goal at about plus $3, plus three fifty, He is the best striker in the world. He is the best player in the Premier League. This is the best team in Europe. They are going to win the double, and they're going to win the treble as well. All right, Nigel, you're the best, there mate. We can't thank you enough for taking time out of your days at the French Open to pop on with us, okay? No problem. Mitch, I've just mentioned your name, and they've taken me from where all the cattle is when I said Paulie Howard to the first-class area, so thank you very much. <laughs> there you drop, go. Drop the, mo- drop the moss rather than the Howard. Take care. <laughs> Cheers, lad. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Sealy underscore Nigel uh, for more of his bets that he's going to have as well. All right, on the way to Wembley now. What What a life this guy has. It's ridiculous. I, I'm telling you. I know. He figured something out. Yep. Joker over 32 and a half games. Alcaraz over 28 and a half. And Man City minus one tomorrow. FA Cup. Uh, I like under three and a half, too. All right. Today's yep. Major League Baseball card is up next. This pitcher has been great. He has awesome career numbers against his opponent today, but I'll tell you why that cannot be factored into this game. That's next. Follow the money. Beast the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet $5 and get a $200 bonus instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. The props tomorrow, unbelievable. Total goals for the series. How many games will go to overtime? Will there be a shutout? Yada, yada, yada. Get up there, DraftKings, and get that bonus. NBA Finals here as professional sports better Aaron Renning, kind enough to join us here early on a Friday morning, one of the very best to do it, betting the NBA. ER, good to talk to you today. How are you? Well, I'm doing good. I had a good result last night, guys, um, with the bet on uh, Denver and uh, under the total. Big adjustment on that under. And, you know, Paulie, I heard your fir- uh, heard you guys' first segment uh, this morning, Paul, you had it exactly right. The first three quarters, uh, that was the the regular season Miami Heat. Yeah, and I lost a lot. I lost a lot of big bets 
on that Miami team in the regular season. Obviously, the you know just a bad regular uh, regular season against the spread team, and you know it's it's just been. I, I, and you can say that about the NBA. It's a make or miss league. You know, if you make your three pointers or you know, et cetera. And you know, the Miami Heat, thirty four point four percent in the regular season on three point on three point shots in the playoffs going into last night. Thirty eight point four, all the difference uh, in the world for that team. But you know, again, in a lot of big spots in the regular season, you know, they shot like that and they had great looks. Yes, and they just. They put up bricks, and you know, and, and then you see this team. You know, they did it in the fourth quarter. They've done it throughout the playoffs, where they get on these streaks and they can't miss from three. So, I, I mean, unlike any other team to me this year at the NBA, it's the Miami Heat shooting the three-point shot. Uh, I'm totally with you. Those were fantastic looks, and I cannot believe Martin and Struess went a combined one of seventeen. And how bad Duncan Robinson. Uh, shot the ball as well. So w- first things first, what if if Hero plays in game two, does that does that think that helps your case for Miami or hurts it? No, I mean, it's, it's got to help. I mean, any type of fresh player you can throw in there, obviously a guy that's going to spread out the defense. You know, unfortunately with someone like Hero, you know, you, you saw Denver kind of punish Vincent and some of their size. I yeah. mean, they'll go at Hero as much as possible on the other uh, end of the of the court. So, you know, whether Hero would play, you know, 20, 24 minutes, you know, again, these guys, these teams are all out. So, you know, what minutes does he take? Struss, uh, Vincent, um, you know, Martin, does he take minutes from him? So it, it's not that big of an impact. But, again, I, I think you have to give him, you know, it, it probably a half point uh, towards that uh, with, with Hero coming back. Okay, so fair enough. I'm looking at the screen right now, ER, and it's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, professional sports better Aaron Renning is our guest. Uh, I do see a couple of nines still on the board, but mostly looking at eight and a halfs, and now the total is on the way up as well. I think uh, DraftKings opened 213 and a half last night. Now it's uh, looking to be at 214 and a half at most books. I liked Jimmy Butler's comments after the game last night saying we need to attack the rim more than what we did. I think he's going to take charge in game two. Um, what did you decide to do, if anything, at this point with game number two? Well, yeah, like I said, I bet Denver game one. And, you know, that was the perfect setup for, for the Nuggets. Obviously, yes. all that time off. Yep. Miami off that war, seven-game series. Yeah, and then you got to go play uh, against uh, in altitude. And, and, you know, again, yeah, Denver took advantage of that. They scored them in the paint 20-6. to six. Uh, in the first quarter. So that was, you know, it was a perfect scenario. I, I think, you know, a couple things to, to say quick. And I, I did, I came back. Uh, I've grabbed some uh, heat uh, plus nine um, in this one. And again, you know, not a, not a big bet for me, but, you know, I think it's worth grabbing here. I thought there was a little bit of value with that. Oh yeah, obviously a perfect setup for Denver. Miami's got a couple days to get this right, perhaps get another player back. I like Jimmy Butler's comments about that. And to yep. me, I've talked about it all in all playoffs. The, the only way you could beat Denver, to some degree, you got to outscore them. And if you're going to do that, you've you got to you got to take the ball to the basket. I, I mean, the only weakness they've really shown in the playoffs is when Phoenix went to the basket yep. hard, got yep. a lot of easy baskets. And really, those were the only couple games where they've had issues. In Denver, in, in the regular season, they allowed 75% shooting, uh, you know, inside the paint at the basket, 29th in the NBA. The problem in this matchup, uh, the Heat, 29th in the NBA, shots at the rim. So they got to be aggressive. They got to try to create something uh, with that. So this kind of boils down. Uh, and, you know, I thought, you know, the Heat, or I'm sorry, Denver, you know, with Gordon guarding Butler, you know, that's a good move. You got to guard Butler with size. You're not going to stop him, but you're going to slow him down. Something the you know the Milwaukee Bucks never thought of, uh, obviously. But you know, really, you know, the the NBA Finals, it's going to boil down to this: in how much was true in that fourth quarter uh, last night. I mean, if we're going to have a series, uh, it's got to go that way. To the Heat outscored uh, Denver thirty to twenty. Uh, obviously, yeah. they made some three point shots. I think they're six of twelve in the in the quarter, seven of twenty seven uh, the first three quarters. Uh, one key aspect of that 
you know, the first half, I, I don't believe they played any zone uh, when Joker was on the court. You know, as soon as he came off in the second quarter, they went to the zone. Uh, Denver got a couple of quick threes on that. In the in the fourth quarter, in the second half, when Miami went zone, Denver really struggled with it, really bogged them down. They didn't really know what to do with it. Now, it, it's a little bit of, of both, I think, because I think at that point, Denver was killing clock. They were waiting to get into running offense with 10 seconds on the shot clock. Obviously, you can't do that against the zone defense. you got to work for a shot as much as you can. So, you know, again, how much of that fourth quarter was real? Uh, but I'm going to come back here with uh, a small bet here on, on the Heat plus the points. I'm, I'm curious what you think of Nick Nurse going to Philadelphia, and, and what does that mean for their power rating also with or without Harden? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good move. Uh, I mean, sure. you know, I thought uh, Nick Nurse is the guy that you want to get. I mean, you know, obviously, you know, you look in the playoffs and you have to be adjust uh, and junk up defenses, et cetera. Nurse has shown uh, his ability to do that. It, it was His tenure in Toronto was just kind of weird. He seems like he had a good year, then a bad year. Good year, then a bad year. So a lot of it will kind of come into buy-in. But, you know, obviously an upgrade over Doc Rivers. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see what the Sixers do about James Harden. I mean, you know, it looks like a guy on the, the downside of his career. Do they try to improve? You know, there was talk about uh, trying to get Van Fleet uh, or whatever. But, you know, as far as a hire, you know, I thought that's who the Bucks probably should have went with. Uh, they went uh, in a different direction. But I thought Nurse, good hire, yeah. How about Monty Williams of the Pistons? And for that money, could you believe about, that? <laughs> I couldn't believe his contract. Yes, <laughs> that was, yes, uh, that was crazy. Hey, good for Bonnie. But, sure. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, you know, good luck for this Detroit franchise ever getting off the ground. They're still, you know, nowhere after five, ten years of trying to just rebuild. So. Yeah. No kidding. You can follow him on Twitter. Yeah. He is at er sports one. Thanks for the time. And I'm I'm going to tell you on that if I can find a nine today and take the Heat in Game Two, uh, Aaron. All right, sounds good. Hey, good luck to everybody. Uh, enjoy uh, the finals of the wait till Sunday. Back at you. Be Thank good. you. This is a, an email, ftm at vcin.com from Chris. Did, did you notice this prop that was available on Joker? For him to, to get a triple-double every game, not to yeah, average yeah. a triple-double, not yeah, to yeah. average one. Yeah, 20 to 1. 21 to 1. Yes. To, get, to have a triple-double every single game. That's in play, especially if they sweep them. Just like Joker to outscore Butler in every game. This guy could go out drinking until yes. 3 a.m. on Saturday night. Right. Wake up and be like, okay, here's 19, 14, and 11. I'm yep. not even going to try to get one. Right. He's done it six of the last seven playoff games. Right. You could also come back with the Heat. You could, you could cash your ticket Sunday. Uh, he could come inside the number, and then you could come back with the Heat down 0-2 in game three, too. See what that number will be. Yeah. Monty Williams got six for 80. And with the option, if he sticks around and coaches the Pistons for eight years, it's $100 million. Again. What the hell? I totally agree with it. This needs to be emphasized, right? ER spot on. Good for him. Who, who's going to say no to that? He can't. Monty Williams absolutely had to say uh, yes. Okay, here's my, how fast can I soon sign this contract, right? And it's a no-brainer. It's mm-hmm. like some of these guys who uh, sign contracts to go to the live tour. You're going to give me nah. how many zeros? Yep. So, uh, good, okay. yeah, good point. What what do you make of the fourth quarter? It, you could say it was Denver screwing around, and now we're relaxing. We're up twenty four, right? Next thing you know, it's down to nine. But a lot of everything they got was so easy in the first half. What they did, one hundred and thirty one points per hundred possessions. Well, when it, what, what they, I mean, it's just and then I love Gordon with the bully ball too. But back to your Joker point, yeah, it's just it's so easy for him. Like what he's. He, the assists are going to be there. The rebounds are going to be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, when it's coming that easy for Aaron Gordon offensively in a game, things are going to be going well for the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. Right? Yes. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, we'll get to our in-pocket plays and more on Game 2 of the Finals next here on Follow the Money. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard here live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circuit Resort and Casino. We are absolutely loaded to the gills this hour. Can't wait. Uh, we'll get to Anthony Curtis, Mr. Las Vegas advisor, coming up in a few seconds here. Eddie Olchick, he is on the call in Las Vegas, TNT. For the series, he's going to be in studio coming up in 30 minutes as well, Paulie. So this is going to be a great 60 minutes. Anthony Curtis, again, Las Vegas advisor. You've been doing this for a long, long time. It's great to see you. Thanks so much for coming in studio. How you been? Good. Real good. Um, I love coming in at 6 in the morning. This is great. Yeah, it's perfect. Right in your wheelhouse, right? <laughs> yes. call, I call all my buddies. I'm like, give me a call, man. Call me at 5. Please call me. You know? <laughs> the wake-up call. Yeah. yeah, really. You guys, you know, it's second nature for you. For me, not quite, you know. So we talked a lot about the dice sliding Yesterday with Mike Palm here at because at, at, he has a big history in poker uh, overall in poker rooms and table games and everything like that. Uh, can you explain? Have you seen people explain exactly what dice sliding is and have you seen people do it and what it's like to actually see it in person? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, the idea is if you see it in person, you're not supposed to be able to see it. You know, that's the whole thing about it. And uh, typically what they do when they slide dice is they slide one. They don't slide both. One tumbles, one jumps all around and everything. All you do is, you know, all you got to do is have one die fixed. If you've got that one fixed, you know, you put it on a six or something and you bet, you know, you bet the, the props, uh, you know, yo, you bet, the, uh, you bet the field, that sort of thing. So if you can set it on one number, you got a gigantic edge. And they're just able, you know, these guys practice, 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 and they're able to make one just spin. You know, it spins on one side. It just, and it looks almost like it's, it's tumbling. And then they, they kill it against, uh, they call it killing it against uh, the puck or whatever they do to make it stop. The other one's bouncing around. It's hard to oh. see. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's a sight to behold when, when, you, when you watch it being done. Have you, have you seen people practice it before? And then oh, sure. we, how, how long does it take to perfect it? Uh, lifetime. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what these guys do. That's all you People don't realize, you know, when you're really good at something, how does a, a neurosurgeon become a neurosurgeon, right? He, he, he spends his whole life doing it. And that's what these guys do, you know, these cheating moves, the things they do, that, that's all they do. They live it, they practice it, they get better at it, they perfect it. That's, that's their life. And uh, when you see it in action, you go, how could you ever do that? And then they look at something like, you know, what a doctor would do or, or whatever. And you go, how do you do that? You know, it's, it's, you just get good at something. I can't believe, what's the craziest thing you've seen or heard from that standpoint? 
Because well, you, like you were, we were talking before you came in, we were we were talking about like the past posting and sliding. You said that the big key there is diversion. Yeah, diver- yeah, mostly it's diversion. When you're talking about things, you know, you were talking about past posting, uh-huh. and you know, the book you're talking about is called American Roulette. Okay. Uh, a guy named Richard Marcus wrote it, and Marcus is just a lifelong, you know, cheat. He's now, you know, I say that pejoratively, it sounds, but he's, you know, now come to like the game protection side, and he's written about it, and he, he puts on seminars and things. And I've um, I've seen him um, I've seen him do things and and what you know it's really all about diversion it's and it's really about uh, you know having balls <laughs> it's having balls these guys they're oh. just not afraid yeah. they're not afraid <laughs> you know I mean you me, can't be scared <laughs> if I had to do something like that I'd be like shaking and you know the whole thing these guys man you know they're they're bandits and and they've got they've got the nerves of bandits they're they're unbelievable how do you get a cold deck into the game <laughs> well, you got to explain that too. That's because uh, you're right. Because Richard yeah. Richard Munchkin told us that story right. uh, when he was on a couple years ago that these guys would just sneak. It's a whole shoe in coming in, yeah. uh, coming in with the cold. Go ahead. Yeah, they bring they bring in an actual shoe. I mean, you know, they they got to bring the shoe in. They set the shoe up. <laughs> they they have it underneath their clothes or whatever. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> oh my! Yeah. It's really about diversion. You know, we did a, another book called uh, the one about the guy with the boobs, the man with a hundred thousand dollar breasts. Well, the man with a hundred thousand dollar breasts is only one story of of like twenty in that book. And one of them's called the Cold Deck Crew. And interestingly, the guy, Brian Zembek, the guy with, with the boobs, was in the Cold Deck Crew. And he was the, the diversion. Because as you can imagine, this guy's got all kinds of bombast about him. You know, I mean, nothing bothers him. He's still walking around with, with a bra, you know. But uh, he, would, uh, he would do like, all of a sudden, he would jump. On, and there's a story, like I said, called the Cold Deck Crew. It tells that when they're ready to make the switch... He would dive onto a table and scream, I'm Superman, right? And the whole place would turn around and look, and they, in, a, in a matter of you know, two, three seconds, they'd make the switch up. Everyone's looking at it. <laughs> he, he's the guy who, who on a bet, on a di- uh, he had a bet, get implants. Yeah. He would, and, and he was getting so much action with the ladies, he kept them. Yeah. He kept that, the implants. He's well, got that, a daughter and everything. That was, that was a famous line in that story. They ask him, you know, in the story... Why do you have them, you know, 10 years later? And now he's got them 25 years later. He still has, still them. has them. Yeah, he still does. But he would, his, his answer was three words. Chicks dig them. <laughs> that was his answer. Chicks dig them. Unbelievable. Oh, so yeah. then what happens to him when he, when he tries to pull that off and he's hopping on a table? Hey, look yeah. at me. Well, I'm they Superman. Just, they escort him out. They're That's like, it. You're, you're a maniac. You're, you know, you're drunk. You're an idiot. Right. Get out of here. You're not going to do anything. They take him out. He's gone. He gets in his car and drives away and waits to cut it up. <laughs> well, to your point, though, if you're going to be shaking like that, just doing like the past, imagine the people, how calm your nerves have to be if you're going to be the people repl- with the deck. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're incredible. They're just, you know, it, they practice, 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 practice. You know, you, you watch some of these things, Mission Impossible, these, these movies, the things they do and they train for it. And it's, that's true. That's what people do. They learn, they learn to do these things. What book did you bring in here? This is Cheating at Blackjack? Yeah. The Mindset and Methods of the Most Successful Cheaters. Yeah, that's um, that's a book we did uh, maybe a decade ago. It's not a well-known book that we do because not a lot of people want to learn how to cheat at blackjack. But what's great about it is the stories where the, the the author you know talks about uh, the stuff that he has uh, done over his career, and a lot of it is is just you know quelling the nerves. You know, you're you're able to do these things. You you don't care. You're doing it under the gun. You're doing it under you know under the eye in the sky. You're doing right. it under your boss's eye. You're doing it under everything. Um, so that book talks about the methods, how they do it, but also about, uh, the motivation. And, uh, it, it's an interesting book. Good. If he's going to share the stories too, of what he's done in the past, that's what I want to know about too. Like how successful, how they were able to pull it off. You want to get into Singapore here? Yeah. So Ask him about this. Gross Gene is coming out with a new book. You can talk about that, but you've said before, Gross Gene, the games were so good that the guy would muck jackpots, like yeah. huge payouts. Cause the game was, and they don't want to know, I don't want anyone to know who I am and everything. When the guys at the Cosmo were using their player's card when, yeah. they, when the, the dice sliding. Yeah. So what are you doing? Well, it wasn't, it wasn't just at the Cosmo. That was a particular game that was, um, you know, I forget who the, uh, Aruze maybe? I forget. But whoever, yeah, yes, the, yes. yeah, the manufacturer put a game out that was, um, you know, that was vulnerable. And um, this one crew and, and some others that, you know, when, once somebody does something, it tends to spread to other people who see it. You know, okay. like you'll be walking through a place and you see a guy who you know is really good at getting the money and you see him playing a game and you go, why would he be playing that game? Oh, it, and yes. the first thing you... Alarms first, go off immediately. Exactly. Yes. And all of a sudden you start sniffing it out. And it, it's been like that for years where you just see somebody 
And I've had actually people walk up to a game I was playing and go, what are you doing here? You know, why would you be playing this? I mean, like, you're just like, uh, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm a degenerate. I don't know. Want to have a beer? Yeah. And the next thing that you next thing you know, you see them playing the game, you know, that, that sort of thing. Mike Palm was blown away that it lasted for six days. Yeah, that's, um, you know, that's somebody uh, sleep at the switch, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. You know, the thing is, when, when, when crazy stuff starts happening, you're supposed to see it pretty quickly if you're supposed to be protecting the game. So somebody wasn't yeah. paying attention, you know. I think they got him at Resorts World, too. Yeah, that was, could have happened. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Curtis, our guest, Las Vegas advisor, LVA underscore tweet on Twitter. Be a member. Get the coupon book. You'll love it. The value. The newsletter. Now, you wrote about this in the newsletter. What's going on in Singapore? They're putting <laughs> guys are putting glue on their hands and yeah. taking chips. And how, how what about this? Well, you know, there's a uh, uh, there's a guy named Willie Allison out there and he runs a um, uh, protection game protection seminar once a year. And Willie's. You want to look for him, and he's got a, a free newsletter called The Monitor, and he writes about these kinds of things. And that's where I, you know, I, I learned about this one is reading The Monitor. But yeah, these guys put like really, you know, uh, strong glue on their hands, and they would, you know, be playing the games and all that, and they'd go over, they'd go over a chip stack, and it would stick to their hands, right? And they would get them one at a time, that sort of thing. Um, you know, people do whatever. You know, I, the, the month before we wrote about a guy who literally had magnets sewn into his fingers. Oh my God. <laughs> and so he would, what he would do is he would get into, um, he was playing sick bow. This was also in Asia and it's a dice game. And he would get, he had to get the, his dice into the game. So he was doing it twofold. First of all, he had the, the magnets, but he had to get the right dice into the game, which he probably did what they call playing with the help. So you, you get a dealer, you recruit a dealer to work with you and say, put these dice in. Uh-huh. And he was able to manipulate the dice and I, apparently he had these these magnets in his fingers for 20 years, and he finally took them out. There were some pictures of it and stuff. What? Oh. <laughs> it's maniacs. Maniacs. They get the money. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay. What do you guys, follow the money? This is get the money. Get the money. Yeah, yeah. Find a way to get the get money. money. Any way you can do it. Can you talk? Is there anything? What's a, can you, your stories and all this year? You talk to everybody you know, everybody you played. Anything that can top that or come close in 20, 30 years? That one's pretty good. <laughs> oh, of course it is. That one's pretty good. I still don't get how he did it, but it was, yeah. you know, but this was, this was the story and they showed a picture of his fingers sewn up, you know, and the, and the magnets on the side where he had these little magnets for 20 years inside his fingers. That wow. could cause a lot of troubles in anything. We're eating dinner, right? Yeah. <laughs> boing, going, boing, you know, going through uh, <laughs> security, security in an airport, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I would think so. What, what's going on, sir? What do you have? Any, yeah. any screws in your legs or anything like that? I just got these magnets I put in my fingers yeah, like 20 magnets, years ago. That's all. That's it. That yeah, makes that's sense to you, right? Yeah. In, in, in a minute, if you can't do it, we'll carry it over. But what, what, was, what was allowed back in the day that isn't allowed now? Well, the main thing, you know, the change was um, the, the device law. And the fact that, you know, now if you use a device, anything, you know, the, uh, you know ostensibly uh, a p- pencil and paper is a device, you know, you don't get in trouble for that. Mm-hmm. But guys were wiring themselves up, guys and girls, you know, were wiring themselves up for things like roulette uh, prediction, you know, uh, things where you're using physics techniques to, as the wheel goes around, you click a button and, you know, it's going at this speed and the, and the wheel's going, at, the ball's going at this speed, the wheel's okay. going at this speed, there's a fast calculation, boom, 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 it sends back a... Uh, uh, some sort of a prompt to you and they used wires and things to do that in computers. There are also guys that used uh, uh, machines to play blackjack to play perfectly. You know, it would count everything perfectly, play everything perfectly. Um, there was, you know... Well, hang, hang tight. Yeah. Hang on to that thought because we've got to step aside for a second here. We're coming back for another segment. Uh, we love having him in studio. Anthony Curtis, website, LasVegasAdvisor.com. We also need to get your feedback on Survivor this year and compared to the World Series of Poker coming up next. Take your sports betting game to the next level this summer. VEASAN Pro subscription. Sign up now, only $9.99. Get access to everything we do with the daily pro picks. College football, NFL futures, 24-7 video access. Pro tools like the betting splits, where the public and sharp money is going to give you an edge. Start betting smarter. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sign up now. How about this for a treat? I mean, this is... uh, (laughs) Eddie? It's an absolute pleasure. The great Eddie Olchick is on the call Stanley Cup final on TNT out here in Las Vegas for games one and two. He's in town. He's like, boys, I can come in studio on Friday. We're like, 
Time change from the Midwest is okay. Mitch, Paulie, great to see you guys. <laughs> Usually I'm I'm sitting on the other side there watching you guys from home. So you guys do an amazing job, and it's uh, nice to be here and nice to be in Vegas for the Stanley Cup final again. Yeah, no kidding. Again. Twice in six years. Yeah, amazing. In- incredible. Good to see you guys. Thanks for having Same me. Samir, sure. you're far yeah. too nice. Let me, as a former player, yeah. and uh, we had this conversation, you know, talking about the NBA finals last night with right. the rust versus the rest. Same thing kind of applies here. The Panthers haven't played since last Wednesday. Yeah. So what does that mean overall to you? I would even say more so in in uh, watching the, the the game last night in, in Denver. That's a double-edged sword there for Miami. You know, they have a tough series, right? They yes. had a chance to get the rest, end up playing on Monday, travel, and then you got to worry about the, the thin air, which is, I lived it. And it's it's difficult. It's it is. Like, some, like you have people doing... All these studies is like, I think most, I think most hockey, most hockey teams feel if you get in and get out, don't try to get there the day before, have a practice, you know, because they mm-hmm. I, people that I've talked to, it feels like it's going to take at least 36 hours or uh-huh. so. to. So, you know, you just don't want to be, I mean, look, at you, you feel like you need the oxygen tank all the time. But in saying that, I would be a little concerned just because of how much of a heater Florida had been on and how well that they were playing, and especially Sergei Bobrovsky because yes. he's been, I mean, you would argue, and I don't, Matthew Kachuk would certainly be at the front of the list, but Florida wins. It's obviously coming down to one of those two guys, and depending on how I would assume Bob plays in the final, mm-hmm. that would end up being the caveat on, on him being the MVP if they can find the, the thing. You can practice all you want. You can train right. all you want. But as you know, you, 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 that, that game speed and the reading of the place to me is, is the difference. So I would just look at it as I would be a little concerned going into game one. They're probably going to need to get, you know, get their skates under them yeah. and, and see what happens. But it, 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 it certainly would be a problem for me. That's a great point about Bobrovsky because you're hot. He's, he's 11 and 2. And you're thinking you're it's playing out of his mind. Yeah, you're Paul. playing. Yeah, I know you're playing every other night. Right, now all right. this time yeah. off, and then all this that's time off. Right. Great point. So that's, that that to yeah. me would be some. But that's the way it is. Would I rather have the nine or ten days off than mm-hmm. having just played a game seven? Like, look, it, it, it looked like after game four it look, or game five, it looked like Vegas was going to be in a game seven, right? So all of a sudden they would have been playing on Wednesday night. You want to get rid of the team when when you get the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So it just happens to be. They, they were hoping, I'm sure, that the Vegas-Dallas series ended in four or five so right. that they could have started on Wednesday night. Well, Mitch asked me earlier, are you are you good with Aiden Hill? Are you, are you, he's old? played very well. Yes, he I mean, he's played very well. Yeah, he had the one, he had the one bad game uh-huh. there in game four. He gave up the one short side goal. That's a bad game, but, but right. Even in a regular season, though, Paulie and Mitch, they keep... Did the job. I mean, they they used what eight, they used eighteen goalies this year. I mean, give, <laughs> I give Bruce Cassidy some Absolutely. credit here. You know, he's done a hell of a job. I'm, ha- I'm happy for Butchie. We yeah. we uh, we played a little while in Chicago back in the day day we were, when we were at the Blackhawks, and Butchie's yeah. a great guy, and I'm so happy for him. And great to see him land on his feet after doing a great job in Boston. Gets dismissed in the summer. He was only out of work for about you know uh, two, three days, four days, mm-hmm. and then. He had the relationship with George McPhee, who had hired him in Washington mm-hmm. a bunch of years ago. Uh, but I, but it's uh, it's 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 really fun, and I think it's good. I think it's going to be a real entertaining series, and you got characters who have a lot of character that are going to uh, drag their teams into the battle, and it's going to be a lot of fun. But look at take the goaltending aside because if you don't get it, you know that. Mm-hmm. If you don't get it, you're not going to win. That, oh, that's just the reality. He played it. Oh, I know. In the elite level, as we I all know. know. I was on that World Wide Web thing trying to read some stories on some of those great <laughs> high school games back in the right. day. day yeah. So and No they, video, though, right? No, that's no video. In black and white, anyway. <laughs> that's right. No video. We just got the, the, the pictures of the... the yeah. And the, the, the long the, hair and the mullet. Oh my yeah. god! And he's yeah. uh, eighty pounds overweight. Yeah. The uh, so I think we all look at the Panthers. I know I do. I just look at the record. Like, well, they swept the Hurricanes. They lost once to the Maple Leafs, and they came roaring back against yeah. the Bruins. Incredible run. But was it really that easy for them? I mean, if if the puck bounces a couple of different ways against Carolina, that's yeah. not going to be a sweep. No, right? no. But I, I would say this though, Mitch, is that I, I would argue, and I and I got into this. I would say it was a it was a it was a interesting and fun argument with a friend of mine the other day. At the start of the season, if you would have said pick a team and say that they had to play Boston, Toronto, and Carolina to get to the Stanley Cup final, you you could argue at the start of the season 
Everybody thought Boston was going to struggle this year because of the massive mm-hmm. injuries that they had at the start of the sure, season. Sure. New coach, the whole nine yards. But they were certainly a top 10 team in the league. You could argue those three teams were top 10 teams in the league. When the playoffs started, without a doubt, you had Boston, you had Carolina. Now, of course, the question marks with Toronto because they couldn't get past the first mm-hmm. round forever, right? But you could argue those three teams, top six, to win the Stanley Cup before the playoffs started. I, I, would, I would make that argument. Yeah, yeah. So Florida's legit. You're right. Bounce here, bounce there. No Bob to start the playoffs. And you see what he's done. You sit there yeah. going, where in the hell was he before this? Right. You know, why did you have to, you know, you know, I don't say wait to put him in, but they decided to do that and he came in and, and I mean, he's been lights out. So I, I, Florida is an interesting team because I don't think they're great defensively, but they do have the ability to play a couple of different ways. You want to play 5-4 games? True. We'll play 5-4. Yes. You want to play 2-1 games? We have the confidence we can play 2-1 because the guy in goal back there. There's no better feeling as a player. And, and when I coached in Pittsburgh some 20 years ago, and you could just feel it. When you can play on your toes, when you can play downhill as a skater, knowing that, oh, geez, if I make the bad read here, we might give up a 2-on-1 or a 3-on-2, or maybe we give up a breakaway. I'm okay. The guy back there is going to bail me out. When it goes the other way, and you're playing on your heels, you look like your legs are in baggage claim. Like, yeah. you have no chance. You have absolutely no chance. And, and you're not going to be playing on your toes. And that's how Florida plays. Like I said, they're physical. They can play offensive. They got some highly skilled guys up front. And they've got some big defensemen that aren't afraid to try to, to separate people from the body. Just like Vegas. I mean, the Vegas' defense is big. They're mobile. They like to, you know, they like to jump into the play offensively. I think the matchups in the series are, are, are pretty interesting. As nuts as the 11-1 and one run is, and coming back down 3-1, it's seven yeah. of the last eight have gone under, yeah. and how they're winning these low-scoring games. Will Vegas have success on the power play? I believe that they can. The layoff has something to do with it. Let's just, just stick with game one if we can. Yeah, okay. so, yeah, yeah. so, but, but I had done, we, on TNT, we, had done every, we did every game in, in the East final. Carolina had some looks. Like they, they were making the next right play. I look at Vegas and go, when Jack Eichel gets a puck on a stick, 99.9% of the time he makes the right play when he, after he, gets, when he gets the puck. Same thing with Stone. Carolina either just couldn't score or they just missed the opportunities to make the next right play. I think Vegas has an opportunity to, to cash in on the power play. And, and we know that if you can cash in on a power play, especially teams, I think uh, that might be something that's interesting. I was looking at some props on the way in and, and when I was traveling. I saw I specifically about the power play. You asked about it, Paulie. I saw Mark Stone. Like When Vegas' power play, he's, he's, he's a great retriever. He's not the greatest skater. I can relate because I wasn't a great skater when I played, so I can relate. But he is so intelligent. He's so smart. He gets to a lot of loose pucks. He keeps a lot of pipe plays alive, and, and he makes his living in front of the net in the blue paint. I saw his power play numbers uh, over a half a point on a power play in game one, I saw it was just shy of plus 300. I, I, looked, I looked at that and I went, whoa, you talk about value and you talk about, if you think their power play is going to cash in, there's yeah, a pretty yeah. good chance Stone is going to be in there. So that was just one prop that I saw that I thought was pretty enticing. I saw that at DraftKings, I think. That's a great observation yeah. by you. Because yeah. it feels, right, if they're going to score a right. goal on the yeah. power play, right. somehow, some way, it feels like that guy is yeah. going to be the center. Yeah. Of and, and they're going to get, I'd say, Mitch, they're probably going to get at least 70% of the power play, right? So, going to be out there for a buck 15, a buck 20, whatever yeah, yeah. it ends up being. So, right. again, depending on the game and how, how it all plays out. But, you know, Mark Stone's just one of those guys. I expect him to have a big series. I just I just have this feeling. I mean, that's why they brought him here and gave him the, the Brinks truck and, for uh, sure. and, and, and coming back from what he has. Over two and a half shots on goal plus 150. For Stone. Yeah, I, I, I mean, that, that, one, that, that one would be interesting because he does, you know, I think he, he, you know, where is he getting the puck? You know what I mean? Like, what part of the ice is he getting at, Pauly? Okay. Uh, Eichel is the transporter, right? He, you know, Barbashev, he can, he can transport the puck as well. Stone usually gets it and in, 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 in likes those low to high plays. Um, I would be a little, I'd be wish, wishy-washy. I would probably hedge and go, I'd go both both ways and just say, all right, at least I won one back, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hang tight. Sure. Uh, one more segment with the great Eddie Olchek. He's on the call, TNT, game one in the entire series for the Stanley Cup final. I want to ask him about some unlikely heroes who we might find uh, game one and for the series. That's coming up next. 
there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare 